0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 124 of the Couch on Ice podcast. What is up, boys? We got some interesting stuff to talk about today we got the central division breakdown happening to close the podcast we got some real interesting hockey news a lot of captaincy news and contract news about next season surprisingly enough but before we get into this episode how are you boys doing jordan i'll start with you what's up buddy
1: not too much you i'll clarify you said central we're doing the metro i got the metro
0: Nope, Central. This is the week before right. his podcast. Okay. <laughs> this Five. is the intro. So, this is weird for us, boys. I'll explain it because everyone's probably so confused now. Um, we recorded a whole half an episode, had it already, went to do the other half, and the computer stopped working. So, we had to move it to another day. So, we're doing this intro and the, another podcast at the same time, essentially, right after. So,. This Actually, is still the, Central. I
1: hope the Metro.
0: Coming soon. Yes, I'm not ready. you will be listening, be able to listen to that right after this. It should be up as you're listening to this. So when you're done with this, go check out the Metro Division. But yes, see you later. I'm excited. I'm, I'm excited, excited too. Throw it over to Chase. Didn't get to introduce you. You all silent over there. What is Hi. up, my guy? Uh
2: just being another guy, you know. Yeah, man. Living, breathing. Saturday.
0: Walking, the, Walking Tall. You know. Yep. feel it. You sound like just uber happy tonight. <laughs> like, oh,
2: the, the intensity picks up throughout the podcast, as you know. <laughs> so,
0: so if you want to hear Chase be excited for a podcast, listen to our next one um, when we record it after. But I think we should just get into some of the news, boys, because um, I'm sure they just want to get to the. Finish this episode so I can listen to the next one. So, let's start with some captaincy news, boys. Let's start with some good news on the captaincy end, at least for the player in the position. Nick Suzuki named the 31st captain of the Montreal Canadiens just a couple days ago. I will throw it to you, Jordan. Um, What are your thoughts, and do you think he will be the right decision?
1: I've got two different separate thoughts. Thought number one, I don't mind it, but I do think Gallagher probably deserved it. And that would have been my pick. However, Nick Suzuki's fine. It's not a bad pick. Um, On the other hand, I've heard a lot of Habs fans criticizing this. Saying, oh, he doesn't speak French. He's got to speak French-Canadian. Imagine well, look what happened when we had a team of French Canadians. We, we won the cup every year when we were full French Canadian. You know? Yeah. So In the 1930s. Ridiculous. So, I don't think Nick Suzuki needs to speak French to be the captain. I don't think anyone does. In I. Fact, the last French speaking captain was 17 years ago.
0: There we go. I 100% agree with you on that front, Jordan. Um, absolutely ridiculous Habs fans the fact that they're complaining about this like dude <laughs> this is a person's life like it doesn't doesn't matter doesn't matter in the slightest like we have Russian captains that don't speak amazing English we've had that plenty of times before I don't know what the issue is <laughs> so yeah stupid take Habs fans but I'll throw it to you Chase what are your thoughts on Nick Suzuki and was it the right choice for you
2: I I, th- I think so. I think it was a pretty good choice in all reality. I I never thought about making the choice right now, honestly. That's a good point. Um, but I do understand why you do it right now because it's really you're just floating in outer space here, trying to uh, see how these pieces really pan out. And like you know who Suzuki is, yep. and he seems like more of a piece to build around as a first or second line center um yeah so like i don't i don't mind it because like i said that's kind of like the next couple years three years are just gonna be kind of pissing around trying to take her with shit and i think he's a good guy to just be like yeah like gotta name a captain like yeah. in montreal like kind of like what you're saying before but he really gets all wowy there yes and uh yeah, you just have to name a captain. I don't think it's a bad idea. Uh, nope. Somebody's apparently got to be, take the bird. So.
0: Yeah, I'm I, I'm actually agreeing with you on that point, Chase. You said to start the need to get a captain now, I don't think was necessary. Um, I'm not saying that was the wrong choice to get a Suzuki yet, because frankly, if you're going for a young guy to build around, he's the guy you give the captaincy to. He's shown the most. Um, you put him through the worst positions, frankly, and he's succeeded in them, surprisingly, being mm-hmm. a first-line center when he shouldn't have been at the time. Um,
2: Especially being a small guy. like yep. that's, That is huge. Like, it's tough to do that. You know? And
0: like, to be a center in Montre- a number one center in Montreal, they haven't had that for so long. So the fact that he over-exceeded these expectations was brilliant. Um, so he's the right choice young-wise. It's just I'm, they're not going to really compete next year. I don't see them really competing for playoff spot.
2: I don't see him being a Kaw captain at the end of this contract, honestly. I don't really know if it'll morph into that. I feel like things will change, but I don't know, in all reality, he can be like... I don't know, Saku wasn't like crazy, insanely good. He was smart in two-way, like, kind of got traits like Suzuki, so like... I don't know, I think it's... Maybe it is fitting, like that's the thing, it's...
0: Yeah, I just think it's early (laughs) It's just early it's a season too early for me like I would I would have discussed this next year Um, When you know this team is settled you have a full season and a development camp of st. Louis like Give us some time make sure this is the coach because like I'm not saying What we've seen from st. Louis is great But he is very unproven. So it's very unknown If you don't want to make the coach next year, he's the one who essentially makes his decisions. So, interesting move, but not necessarily the wrong one. Um, I think uh, it's a good time and a good segue point to move over to Blake Wheeler. And the downside, I guess, of being a captain, having stripped away. um, I'll throw it to you, Jordan. Uh, Sorry, the Jets will go the season without one as well. What are your thoughts on stripping Wheeler of the seat?
1: Yeah, I had a feeling that they were gonna when I heard that that they were gonna go without a captain for the season, and I think it's the right move. I think Bonus is gonna come in there, and he's really gonna kind of turn this team to his own. I think that's kind of the idea here. He's gonna not take the the outstanding core that he had, and he's going to turn this new core or make a new core and yeah. then turn this team in a new direction. Which I think is, is admirable. I think it takes a lot of balls to go in there and tell a guy who's been captain for a very long time, a veteran of the team, buddy, I think you need to step down from this one. And and honestly I think in that time he probably explained why and there's a lot to it, right? But I think most of it comes through I want to take this team into a new direction with some younger guys because it's too old or at least you are too old. Probably a nicer way, but <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> it. It's hockey. You gotta you to build a cup team, you have to start with the youth. It doesn't go anywhere else from
0: the youth. Yeah, usually. I'll throw it to you, Chase. What are your thoughts on Blake Wheeler and the captaincy strip?
2: Uh just to add on to some of the thoughts Jordan was talking about, like you look at last year's team they were like uh they were not the fully hard working group they were that step away from basically being in the playoffs or at least like a point fighting for that last playoff spot cuz um yeah that's what i saw out of them and if bonus can get that turned around and i think it's kind of the maybe an overdue thing here the stri- stripping of the captaincy um uh but maybe it's just the right timing sort of thing to yeah. be like i don't know the way wheeler was talking it sounded like he put a lot of weight on himself and he thought about this a lot as what should i do as a captain and how can i help every-? And like i think he took it too far in a sense where chill out sort of thing
0: like, yeah you there, don't
2: need to be like that. And I want to kind of like hanging out, being like it's up to Wheeler or something right. like that. Or,
0: I want to um, add on to that point too of it, oh yeah. where it was, yeah, he he probably struggled and overdid it. That's a very good way to put it. Is overdoing it as a captain because you cannot be this new of a team that the Jets are, frankly, um, from moving, and have so many guys that have asked to be traded out because of how the locker room was dealt with uh it started with evander kane and we all threw that aside because well <laughs> vander kane will believe wheeler in this case then it was truba and Na- then cop like it's a whole bunch of guys apparently that just wanted out like really wanted out and i didn't realize how vocal they were behind the scenes especially truba and, oh, and a. um yeah. and a obviously as well um and, and it's it's frankly been because of these these leaderships in wheeler and shifley uh is what i've read they blame blamed a lot of it on the poor leadership in the locker room so yeah i we've been calling this on the podcast for a while like to strip wheeler so i i think it was the right decision in the right direction to go um right chase yeah Chase, did you have anything else you wanted to say before I interjected?
2: No, not really. Like I could say a few more things, but it's. I think it's. uh, I don't know how this helps switch everything up, but like yeah, the weight's got to be put on everyone. As long as it actually happens like that, like that's the thing with bonus. Like this, this might work really well because he's gonna play to your strengths. Of each line and matchups and stuff like that. So um, he knows how to work and get yeah. people to work. Underwhelming rosters, He knows how to you're, work with. You're, you know, so yep. I, I don't know. It's trippy, man. It's trippy, but they're missing a few guys. So I wonder um, how this actually set, sets out. Because obviously yeah. the locker room's a little funky. As long as they like start off somewhat decent kind of keep momentum maybe they can kind of stop thinking about things and for sure kind yeah of just play hockey like
0: that's move that's on what right likes
2: to talk about right
0: absolutely like
2: playing straight up just hockey so for sure yeah. um uh,
0: moving on though off of Blake wheeler and onto the Dallas stars Rick bonus's former team they gave Jim Neal a one-year extension through 2324. Uh, their GM. Uh, do you guys have any thoughts on that? Uh, I really don't have anything because it's one year. Um, <laughs> good thing. I think
1: having thoughts would probably be a negative
0: thing. If yeah. Anything.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think it's
2: kind of decent because, like, the way things have gone, I guess the last couple of years, you're giving them giving him another year to deal with. Like after Pavelski, like they trust him enough that it's like. We'll
0: see how this kind of goes. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I like but, I like the way Jordan yeah, put it. Yeah, if, if I had any words, they'd be negative, but I actually don't have any words. So I don't really care. <laughs> it's a one-year extension for a GM that hasn't done anything so bad he deserves to lose his job, but hasn't done anything yeah. so amazing that I'm, like, giving that five-year. So it's, like, yeah, cool. Might be, Push might it down be the, the line little. another year. That's cool.
2: Might be the end of the road for Jim Neal. It's been yeah. quite a stretch, and they've put him in quite a situation.
0: So For sure. Yeah, kind of crazy. Um, moving on to an injury. I know this is typically Jordan's front. I'm going to snag it for this player because it's funny. Well, not funny that he's injured, but funny because of the team he's on. Uh, Jake McCabe out for 10 to 12 weeks with a spine injury. And why is that funny? Because Chicago already has no defense, and they just lost their best defensive defenseman probably. Um, so, that makes it real funny, the fact that they're definitely, definitely getting last place, um, in my mind, at least. Yeah, so, yeah. Just Don't Alex Vlasic definitely playing there. Hey? Yeah, absolutely playing. <laughs> Jack um, Johnson, 20 minutes a night. Yeah. <laughs> back in his glory days. Um, speaking of a team that won't make playoffs, but actually some good news about them, the Buffalo Sabres have some fun news that... They are bringing back the Goathead jerseys, the black and red ones that are just fucking cool as shit. Um, those are some of my favorite jerseys. I, yeah, all I can even, picture is Maxime Afinaganov and Danny Briere, and, like, just yeah, pulling some uh, crazy shit up. early 2000s. Like, lovely. Yeah, Absolutely lovely. yeah,
2: word up, man. If you follow us on Twitter, you definitely saw me. Blasting those fucking tweets, man! God, that shit's sick. They changed the
0: logo a little bit. Yeah, fucking pretty, pretty
2: nice, man. So cool, so cool. Um, the old touch comes back, and it's just go time. Yeah, man, bringing it back. It's gonna be fucking sweet. Go Sabres.
0: Jack Eichel, who fuck that guy. Then we'll bring back the goat heads for someone that actually likes Buffalo. (laughs) Um, But. let's move on to our final bit of news before we dive in to our central division rankings a uh, bit of contract news more leading up to next season uh, but we got one for this offseason actually a free agent that nobody probably really thought about except for Elliot friedman because it's Elliot friedman uh jake for is looking like he could potentially be joining the edmonton oilers um it's, I don't know if it's official or anything yet I have not read anything official official but uh Jordan do you have uh, any thoughts on this uh
1: last I heard he fell out of the league because he wasn't good enough so I guess he'll be interesting a little to see bit him. of
0: other stuff too
1: <laughs> a little bit of other stuff too of course of course
0: <laughs> which no, turned I out just... to be false by the way we should I will... throw out.
1: for it. It was a little bit also just that he wasn't really good enough. On top of those things, he wasn't a very good hockey player. So I hope things have changed since then. Maybe he's been, you know, spending a lot of time in his time
0: working on that. But we'll see. I'm not too stoked about it. That's interesting. I'm actually like fucking ecstatic about this. This is cool. I love. I really like Jake Virtanen when he was drafted. Like I like the type of mold a player he is. And, like, I'm obviously disappointed on how he's played in the NHL. But, like, this is, like, a really good fresh start. I think he was written off by those allegations, like, real quick and didn't give a lot of opportunity. Um, and the athletes are. Yeah, like, that's that's a scary thing for a kid if it something's coming like you. So, no, I just, I hope he can turn into a real NHLer because I've loved the type of player he could become. I'd like to see him somewhat fulfill. Chase, do you have any thoughts on this?
2: Uh, not really, honestly. I was trying to find where there was another team that he was also LinkedIn. looking at or a couple other teams I heard too. Um, But, yeah, like to the Oilers, I don't really see that happening myself. But, I don't know, I guess. Like, we'll...
0: I'd see him going to any team because it's not like he's guaranteed a shot, like Jordan said, yeah. in the NHL lineup. So.
2: Yeah, I do agree with like the fact that he did look like he could be somebody pretty decent. Pretty so, interesting. Like, it's yeah. always shitty to see <coughs> shit like that happen and then possibly not regain yourself.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, speaking of a couple more, we just got three more contracts to talk about, and then we will get into the uh, uh, the Central Division. We got David Pasternak. Uh, he looks like he wants to stay a lifelong Bruin. I guess the coaching change really did help. And what are you guys' uh, thoughts on Pasternak deciding to looking to decide to stay a Bruin? And what does a contract look for him next year? Real quick, I'll start with you, Jordan. Oh, uh,
1: contract? I don't know, but I, as for him staying, I can kind of understand it, like. spent his good years there and he's probably made good connections and he's grown roots to the city as many like especially being a foreign player it's it's more difficult because when you come to the city you have absolutely nothing so you you really do settle down you maybe grow a family you maybe grow friends whatever it may be in that city, so I can absolutely understand for him staying, especially because his issue was solved. He had a demand and it was addressed. Chase? Yeah, definitely want
2: him to stay. Definitely don't want him to leave. I want um, him to <laughs>
0: It would fun. be crazy. That would be so fun. Leave, the man, frenzy indeed. for him, man. Like, we thought Goudreau would be interesting. Like, no, Pasternak would be another level. Like thirteen yeah. million. He might get $12 million, 13 million on an open. Yeah, market.
2: you gotta wonder, man, because like man, I've been thinking this guy was gonna score fifty goals at some point here. It's like what if it's this year? Like he does yeah. he does that, he's getting ten.
0: He's getting so 10. it's he might get he might be getting eleven for sure if he gets 50. Yeah.
2: Like, and especially, like, with the point production that McAvoy brings, in all reality, you almost have to pay Pasternak more because he is the big old shiny star of the future. Yeah. So. He's like, that
0: offense. He's the future of that offense.
2: Yeah, there's no uh, cheaping out on his contract.
0: Not this time.
2: But, uh, <laughs> yeah, that sucks. But, yeah, no, I, I do think it would be... Like, the Boston Bruin contract is like an 8.88888 I would, or some I would bullshit, shoot. you know, no, for no. eight years. That's, like, no. i I don't see it happening. Better not happen. There's no way it happens. It better like, not happen. <laughs> unless he gets, like, hurt half of the year or some shit and everybody's scared or That's I the know, only do do exception
0: valid. <laughs> like, that's poor shit if he gets an $8 million contract yeah. um, next year from hey, any 8. team. 8.8.
1: Eight, eight, oh, eight, eight, eight. I don't so, care if, well, if, I it eight, <laughs> if it
0: starts with an 8, it's wrong. If it starts with an 8, it's wrong. No way, that's a fucking Bruin contract. Right no, there. no, no fuck the Bruins and that Mark stupid been, shit. Like,
2: the highest point getting fucking player, basically, other than McDavid. Um, and he's making, like, six million dollars. Yeah, because he was dumb.
0: And he licked a couple people and pissed a few people off before he signed the contract. What do you mean, Bergeron making (laughs) 6.8? That's because Bergeron's the nice guy. (laughs) No, (laughs) I'm done with the Bruins. (laughs) So let's move off of them. Let's go to Nathan McKinnon, because it looks like a contract is starting to get whittled down closer and closer. Um but the big question that's being asked now is is he going to be paid more than Connor McDavid no what's the number then (laughs) and how much less is it like 500k less or is it like 2 million less
2: it's uh uh, give me 2 seconds here buddy
0: I'll start Uh, with Jordan then and you can do your calculations while Jordan gives his opinion I'm
2: thinking 210K. Well,
1: because <laughs> he could really just walk up to that team like team friendly. Fuck.
0: That. He could say thirteen is team friendly yeah. for the type of player he is. Yeah, he could absolutely do that.
1: What do I think he'll get? I think he'll get probably like a flat. 20.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that sounds. Yeah. Cool. Giving him a ten. Point two nine. That, that or would be.
2: No, no, it'll be That would
0: be a team, be be a team friendly deal. It'll,
2: it'll be twelve point two nine. I don't
0: think you'll. Maybe a, maybe I'm, I'm gonna ben. stick. I'm gonna stick by my guns, and say he's he's cheap. He's
2: gonna, te- have he's gonna like take he a cheap deal.
0: Him. He is going to be in between, in my thought. Ten. Point seven five to eleven two five. That's where I think his cap will be. So around the eleven million, little under, little over range. I think for his eight max years. I think his max is twelve
2: point nine. Yeah. Yep.
0: Yeah. I think it's thirteen I mean, actually. I think
2: if he gets paid more than McDavid, that's what it's gonna be. I don't think it's any more than twelve point nine though.
0: Yeah, and I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think he's gonna get paid more than McDavid. I don't think uh, he's gonna is, get paid more than McDavid Matthews. McDavid worth
2: is McDavid worth the fifteen maximum? Is that what the max is
0: still like? The, no, the know? max like, is like, like max? thirteen, thirteen five or something. Now, the max, it's a little bit more thirteen or thirteen five because Marner was offered a thirteen million dollar contract on the day a max deal, so it's got to be 13 or a little more i'm not too sure though i
2: thought it was always like 15 or something but i can't remember well it's a percentage of the Um, cap
0: so yeah it'll it'll be 15 percent of the cap or whatever but the money will be like 30 because the cap goes up right so the percentage goes up quick maths (laughs) anyways i think We have a rough idea of what we think Nate's contract's going to be. Let's go to another very interesting player who has also decided he wants to stay with his team, and the final player we'll talk about, Matthew Barzell, has decided he would like to sign a long-term deal on the Long Island. Jordan, what are your thoughts on that, and any ideas on a deal that you would give?
1: I mean, I think it's a great move for him, especially right now, because... Hopefully, that system that they're going to play is going to be more tailored to his sort of style, you know, not super defensive like we were seeing. Because I think that definitely, wow, we did see greatness from Matt Barzell. I think it definitely hindered his style of play. I think we'll see more. I think he's going to have a a bigger season, and he's going to play a really big role for the island. I think a contract... I'm maybe like eight
0: million. Interesting for like long term,
1: like long yeah, term. they can lock him down. Like, obviously, he wants to stay. So.
0: Yeah, Chase. Okay, so it's sixteen point three million That's dollars you can
1: a, sign
2: somebody for. Wow. <laughs> um, okay, so a lot is,
0: more than I thought. But so just chew on that. Is McDavid
2: worth sixteen point, fucking sixteen mil? And how much better is he than Mc uh, McKinnon? But the man. old bars, Elliot He's probably talking like, about, and man. he's fucking man. People talk him up pretty high.
0: Yeah.
2: But uh, I kind of agree with the eight mil thing.
0: Yeah. Um, I, I think it'll man, be a i I'd like little to
2: see higher. him prove that he is more of looks like a nine guy. Yeah. Maybe a ten dude this year. That'd be that'd be pretty sweet um with the new coach and stuff i do see i see some pretty high hopes i have a lot of high hopes for a lot of these teams yes i think it's going to be a pretty fucking competitive year for obviously till things start falling apart for some teams but uh yeah i i think 9 should be the number cuz he yes. should pop off decent enough and i don't think they want to give him 10 i don't know if he wants to give him 10 i they do a good job of spreading that money. Like they're yes, like St. They Louis; they don't really want to give anybody ten, yeah, eleven, the big twelve money. million dollars. That's just you know, that's that's, that's yeah, a big cap hit. Hard to work around
0: that stuff. Um, I but I uh, agree with with that. I think he'll be nine, nine and a half. Um, the simple reason: Jack Hughes, Tim Stutzla, all just signed eight million dollar contracts, for their first ever deal. The $8 million contract is the new $6 million deal from like eight years ago or whatever, right? So it's adjusted and fluctuated up. His his price is like probably like an eight in a normal yeah, regular world, but I think it's nine based on everyone else.
2: I wouldn't be surprised if that... With that money, though, I don't think it would be an eight-year contract. I think with like nine mil... To Ten, I think we're a talking seven, more of a six. Six, you know, like that's. Yeah. Oh, I don't know if you. Right. Yeah,
0: okay. yeah, yeah. it'd be interesting to see. Um, Maybe
2: he would take the eight, eight and a half, or whatever.
0: For, eight, for eight. Or Yep.
2: But like I said, I think this all really depends on how he plays this year with the new coach I and mean, yeah, then sure. a, a little bit new system because that 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 switch is is on yeah for offense. Yeah. that first line with Barzell, that's, that switch has to be on. There's no way they didn't make the to change. For sure. Unless that was
1: the eye-fucking idea. <laughs> <Yeah. So> like,
0: <laughs> well, I so. mean, this, this coach coming in is also very highly touted by everyone in the NHL. So that's a big reason why they let Trotz go too. But yeah, I agree. He's definitely going to have to change the style a little bit. Um, but that is all we got for news. Uh, we will be right back with our central division uh predictions all right everyone we're back from our little break there we are going to jump straight in to our central division uh predictions overview kind of deal uh i will kick it off then let's start off with the arizona coyotes boys uh let's go to they added Zach aston reese Nick Buchstad, Patrick Nemeth, your trade, uh, Josh Brown, and Troy Stecher, and they only really lost Phil Kessel and a couple of depth guys that I can't remember. Um, Jordan, what are your thoughts on Arizona going into the season?
1: Yeah, I think it's going to be a decent season for Arizona for what they want. They're going to suck. They're probably, I don't know, they might not be the bottom like team this year which i think is progress they've gotten some good pieces like i really like how nick schmaltz has been playing for them i think he's starting to become a really big important piece for the coyotes especially on the wing there um i think it's progress there's not too much to say about arizona you can make every joke you want but at least at least there's some progress chase
2: yeah, I just like he says, you know, absolute reluctance towards the season in all reality. Um, but a lot of guys excite me on this team. Yes. I watched these guys pretty heavily, even last year. Um, I don't really try to leave anybody out, but obviously when you carry a team like that, you're not jumping to watch too many of those games, and you're probably picking another game over that game. But uh, we're going to see that for another year or two. Sadly, in a weird small little place. Uh, it's going to be trippy, I guess. It's going to be kind of cool. right? They might have yeah.
0: the New highest thing. viewership in their history in their opening game just so people yeah. can see the arena.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, 100%. At that opening Night Arizona and, game, I, like, it's going to be bookmarked for a lot of people.
0: And I guarantee you, the novelty will die by Christmas.
1: <laughs> oh, before then.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, It'll
2: be a pretty cool atmosphere, but yeah, I know yeah. lots of guys are like, uh, on this team. Barrett Hayton, I'm really waiting for him not to just like, explode into some epic guys. I think he's taking steps, and I think it's going well, and I think it's going somewhere. So I'd like to see that step taken, uh, more of a bigger step than he has, because he's kind of been injured and floating the last couple of years, seemingly like, there's something there, but we'll see what's up because uh, there's just not enough balance and not, not enough players in this lineup to like create a good situation for most of these players. Um, so I guess it's just going to look bad like it always uh, is going to, and we all know. But McBain, Travis Boyd, Malti, Keller, they're going to be out there. gross they're going to be fun to watch. Uh, the dynamic duo of Ghost of Sparrow and Dyson Mayo. Absolute stellar defense out of Dyson Mayo. Like, come on. Come on now. We
0: got something nice here. Who, I love who how like. we, Chonoke, when we JJ talk Moser, about the Arizona Coyotes, we have to resort to just stating facts. Chase just listed four players and said they'll be out there. They'll be on the ice for them. Wearing an Arizona Coyotes jersey and playing the game of Being hockey. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's like, that's a good thing. Um, yeah, I kind of got the same vibes going into this. Trying to sc- clutch at the shortest of straws for the good things of this team. Only thing I'll say, Dylan Gunther. I'd love to see him play a game mm. in the NHL, if not maybe a handful, yeah. or maybe the whole like season. Cooley
2: playing?
0: Yeah, no, uh, God, I don't I think like Cooley, it. but definitely Gunther right now because... It'd be Nice to
2: see someone. Yeah, it'd right? be nice
0: to see a new guy step in who's not just you know schmaltz and Keller But a
2: technical new guy. That's not a new guy, but Victor Soderstrom. Yeah um, And like I'm waiting him, for him to bring guys <laughs> that are technically haven't really broke the lineup yet um, But I see a lot of depth at defense and it's actually gonna be really interesting to watch that defense because they're really gonna have to fight for minutes honestly yeah. adding Stetcher. Like that's it's just kicking somebody out. Ne- Nemeth might not get time. Um. Patrick Nemeth might not get time, but they'll play him because they pay him. Yeah, that's kind of
0: the deal. The yep. motto at the moment. So. Absolutely, but let's move on to a team that is only slightly more relevant: the Chicago Blackhawks. Um, and that is only up until the deadline. At least they're relevant, and they added Andreas Athanasiou, Max Domi, Colin Blackwell, Jack Johnson. Peter Mrazek and Alex Stavok. And they lost. Oh,
2: damn. That list. Like, let's hear that again. All right. One more time
0: for Chase's uh, half-chub that he's got for these outstanding players. Uh, Andreas Athanasiu, former Detroit Red Wing. Max Domi. Uh, Colin Blackwell, Jack <laughs> fucking Johnson, uh, <laughs> Peter Mrazek, and Alex Stalock Just a whole bunch of gems. Just
2: well, uh, some dudes. <laughs>
0: yeah. And they lost uh, you know, just Alex to Kirby Doc, Dylan Strome, Dominic Kubelik, uh, <gasps> Calvin DeHaan. <laughs> Not ideal. There was a lot, but well, Kevin and is flurry at the deadline, but yeah, they Adam lost. Bo-
2: Adam Volquist? Who do the, who's the, that was really last draft, draft, draft though. Right <laughs> so,
0: um, Jordan, thoughts on Chicago going into the season?
1: Yeah, when you hear the ads, it's not bad, right? Like, it's a bunch of guys that are at least decent. Yeah. Right? Like, they're at least few simple guys. And then you hear the bosses, and it's like, fuck, this team really blew the fuck up. Like, wow. Um, I think they're going to be bad. And I'm going to leave it at that for now. (laughs) Because I can say more later.
0: Chase?
2: It's a crazy, interesting lineup. That's for sure. When you're playing, like, like, I don't know, you're playing. Hayes with Kane now, or like what? I Domi Kane and Lucas Reichel, or like Tyler Johnson? Like yeah. what? You, what you Sui Domi and then Johnson? Like what do you? What the fuck are these lineups going to even look like, man? Like it's just rattling, and like other guys like Taylor Radish and uh, Kirisham should have prominent roles if they play well enough. And yeah, where do they fit in the mix as well? But they're probably gonna stay bottom six with. I think the bottom six looks set in order, um, with uh, like Lafferty, yeah. Blackwell, um, basically any of your 17 players you want to <laughs> put in those last two spots, like they always seem to have random guys, at Leonson and Hardman, like um, oh, well, nice. anyways, yeah, that top six is just a mess of like, I've, I don't know who's really doing what, when, where, and how, and, and how that's all going to go down, but Yeah, interesting for them to just really tear it apart here. Well, we're just waiting for the deadline moves, I guess, or possibly moves soon um, with Tays and Kane.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'm not going to add anything. I don't really care. Um, (laughs) Colorado Avalanche next team. They added Alexander Georgiev and Evan Rodriguez and lost Nazem Kadri and Nicholas Obey. Bell, and obviously Jack Johnson. Um, Jordan, thoughts on Colorado going into the season? Yeah, I've said my piece on Georgiev, so everybody
1: who's listened to that knows that I'm a big fan of that app. I think he's going to do very well as a starting goalie, and I think the apps is the perfect place to do it. Um, As for Evan Rodriguez, I also think he's going to be a fantastic addition. I think, like, not not only is he a very solid depth guy but he can move up and down the line which is exactly what you need for for this kind of team um i think they did very well i think they took the team that they had they're like all right how can we keep as much of this team and and then add a little bit to do well and that's what they did they lost obviously two big pieces they lost uh the goaltender, and they lost the, that center and Qadri, but Rodriguez is going to be, like, light Qadri, I guess. Not near, not, not the same player, but just in, he'll offer something. For sure. I like it. I think it's, like, a B plus.
0: Chase? You no, know, I thought
2: it was a perfect move. It's kind of funny because I was made of a Rado team, uh, and I had Rodriguez in it, like, why didn't you give him 500 k You can afford 500 k He's What the fuck? No, I don't oh, know. He's, he's definitely worth it point-wise. What I really love about it is how it makes the top six really lay out super, super nice. Um, the way I'm looking at it, I guess, is with Le- Lekinin and Nachushkin on the wing of McKinnon. And then throwing in center and having Landeskog and Rodriguez beside him like that should work you got a big tough guy in who also can play center technically um, and Rodriguez who also has that like you got three guys on the ice that are all like half centermen you got Rodriguez who's right handed can play with skilled players Um, I think it's just a match made in heaven for a second line and that gives you the ability to not force Newhook to play center in general um, but he can play center third line with Confer, and they can kind of tag team that and more or less introduce hook to center and hopefully a centerman by the end of the year and possibly mixing the lines of getting them up in the top six playing with um, Landy or however you know it's the, it's the avalanche you can put anybody on a line seemingly the way they played last year um, they got through everything everything very easily they acted like when kim mckinnon was out audrey was literally mckinnon like that was that was the game plan and everybody always was able to step up to it so sure looking for that again just like you said before you have
0: yeah
2: i uh... uh, uh um yeah it's going to be good. It's going to be fun again, for
0: sure. It, it will be fun again. This team is going to still be very exciting. I think they're going to take half a step back from last year, because they're going to adjust in the first part, but they're still going to be so good. Um, I like Jorgede. Like Jordan said, I'm on his side for that. Same with you guys with Evan Rodriguez. I absolutely adore Rodriguez. You guys know. Um, i been talking about him all year, being a Penns fan. He filled in tremendous. Uh, now, hopefully he can do that full-time. I think he should. But a guy I'm looking right. at is Newhook. Um, I, I would like him to take a big role at least somewhere on the ice, um, whether it's second-line power play and actually putting in points that way, whether it's the second line in general. Um, I don't know. I just would like him to f- him and Rodriguez to kind of share the missing void of Cadre. That would be kind of cool. They could do a dynamic like that. Um, but, yeah, just super, super excited to see other random young guys they bring up that are going to be tremendous again. So um,
2: sure. I, I do think Frank Hoos will have a pretty prominent role. Yep. I don't think it's all Gorgiev. I think Gorgiev nope, will sure. maybe end up with more starts. Um, but, like, we're talking, like, 5 to 10, honestly, for for how I think it will fucking go down because Frank Hoos is – really proven to be like the greatest safety
0: net. They wouldn't Um, have let temper go without Frank Exactly, hey. So
2: um, you gotta wonder if he
0: just it's all by taking it by the rope. It's
2: it's good to have a couple guys in this situation. They will push each other very well. Um, Sometimes you got, it doesn't work as well because like a Leonard Flurry, they're both just like bin goalies. And then they're just like, oh, now we're just like, what? not the number one Right. And it's kind of just a, a damper you know this isn't a damper this is like both of these guys wanna are okay with playing 40 games right now that's 100% they're all about playing 40 games they wanna play 40 games they haven't played 40 games so right. um, you're gonna get a technically a good type of war the best type of war out of goal thing yes. that you could have as for in your team and they got lots of random young guys too that, are, that I like I guess sure
0: thing uh, let's move over to the Minnesota Wild. They added Sam Steele and Philip Gustafson and lost Cam Talbot and Kevin Fiala, la, 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 la. Uh Jordan, thoughts on the Wild?
1: Yeah, Minnesota's interesting. Their team position is, is very kind of awkward. Like they're almost riding out these buyouts to get to that promised point where they will be good but they're not bad enough that we can't count them out um, Gustafson for Talbot is a great switch I think losing Talbot sucks because Talbot's definitely a proven starter in this league I like Cam Talbot a lot, I've liked him since he was a flame um, but I do think Gustafson has all of the the ability to be a starter. So I think that this is definitely a team that he'll probably play behind Flurry perfectly. So I think that'd be almost ideal where Flurry's not gonna play every single game because he's ancient. Um, so Gosselson can absolutely run in those fucking games where Flurry's, you know, feeling the old age or whatever. Maybe the hips are sore. Um, I think that was a great move. I really particularly like
0: that. Chase, what do you think of Minnesota? Minnesota's
2: very, very interesting this year. Um, they do have caps space, so they're probably going to do something um, before the start of the season, or they'll like line up big for somebody dope at the trade deadline if everything uh, goes well. But um, interested to see how the lines kind of fumble around. Um, just looking at, like, where Rossi and Boldy, maybe you could just end up at the end of the season, try it. Like, it seems like, in all reality, it'd be weird for them to play together. Um, it just seems like a young line, not, though Boldy showed quite a bit. Um, it's, it's, a, it's kind of a weird middle six to figure out. Um, but, yeah, I wonder if they move Hartman down. Stuff like that so i'm really right. interested on how they actually fumble around with the lines or if they kind of keep it the same by you know the first line and then having polino eck and greenway and just keeping that going and greenway has a bounce back um healthier and stuff like that so it it's interesting and you got to wonder how much they're going to have to rely on boldy and rossi is kind of what right. i'm getting at because
0: yeah, yeah um...
2: it's kind of sketchy too but, like, holding it in 50 points doesn't seem very out of the realm. No. And asking him to do that doesn't seem very far out of the realm. It. I think if he does that, you're probably pretty good to being in the playoff hunt. That's for sure. Yeah, being absolutely. In the
0: I would agree with that. Um, I'm personally, I'm so high on this team. Um, I love this team. I think it's beautifully constructed. Uh, I'm not... I don't love what they did with the goaltending, but I understand it. I would have much preferred Talbot this season than Philip Gustafson in the position they're at. But going for, like, in the next two years, if he can progress well and Fleury can help get something out of him the goalie coach, that'd be cool. But I'm more stoked about this defense, man. Like, Chase, you've been talking about Jacob Middleton in this podcast for, like, six months now and how awesome he is. He's going to continue to be just... One of the better defensive defensemen on a great contract. I am one of the biggest Alex Golagoski fans of all time. Uh, I've loved this guy since he's a penguin. And that was like yeah. 20, 2009, so 2010 ish. Like, it was a long time ago. You never ago.
2: thought the guy could grow on you. Like, some players you are just like, man, I love this guy. And you just never think that they grow on you even more. Like yeah, guy, and that's. Like, this guy grew on me more as as being in Arizona and doing what he did there, I was yeah. like, wow, this is pretty impressive, dude. I know, right? Yeah, now it's just like, hell yeah. Like, what the hell?
0: Yeah, okay. and then uh, two more names I just want to quickly mention. Spurgeon, just safe, steady, always there as long as he's healthy. And Matt Dumba, I'm really intrigued by him this season. This is a very, very huge season for him. There's a contract here for him. Uh, this pretty much decides whether he's going to be a Wild or not for the rest of his life, the start of the season, up to the trade deadline for sure. Because if he's not up to scratch, Bill Guerin will trade him um, for something. So, very interested to see how that goes. And then obviously Callan Anderson hopefully gets a lot of minutes. So, I think it's a good time to move off of the Minnesota Wild. Let's go over to Dallas Stars, Jordan. Uh, or sorry, I'll throw in a couple guys they added here. Mason Marchment and Colin Miller they added to the fold, and they lost John Klingberg. Uh, what are your thoughts on Dallas, Jordan?
1: Yeah, I love the offseason for Dallas. I mean, Klingberg's going to hurt, but that was kind of inevitable. That relationship just got soured, and I think that maybe there's it's repairable in the future, but at this time, it was just it was too far gone. So they had to replace him, and I think Colin Miller is a fantastic replacement. Um, and the other, what was the other name, sorry?
0: Uh, the other name, Mason Marchment, they added.
1: Mason Marchment, yes, thank you. Uh, Mason Marchment was a fantastic addition as well. I think we saw exactly, hopefully, the kind of player that he can beat in Florida last season, and I think he's just going to build upon that this season with Dallas. So I think I, this is one of my favorite off-seasons. Despite it being a little smaller, I think the ads were perfect, and the only uh, guy leaving the team was kind of inevitable. Chase. Yeah,
2: I pretty much kind of agree with uh, what you're saying there. Like Colin Miller, I think I even said it on the podcast like way back. <laughs> I was like, dude, like pretty sure Colin Miller can do like what uh, John Klegberg could do, like not saying that he does literally his offensive ability and all this crap, but, like, as a steady defense they're just being on the ice, man, like, you can fill that void quite simply. Um, good two-way player, great five-on-five, five. and that's really all you need him for because, you know, it's time to unleash Heiskanen. Like, this guy was getting 35 points since he got in the league. Like, there's, there's something there. Um, so I hope he can get to 50-60. I really hope he can get to 60 this year. Because it's it, it's open for you. Um, we saw him and Klingberg literally just flip and flop back and forth. Um, the bonus system uh, was literally meant to kind of do that sort of shit as well. And I don't know, man. I think like, there's there's a lot of ceiling here for and especially with a guy like uh, what's his name, Do O'Bear. He's seen for defensemen in his career, like, you know, like he knows how to make defensemen get points or he knows how to let defensemen get points, that's for sure. Um, uh, I guess they'll name Mike Burns and, you know, like uh, Petros, obviously, on Vegas. Not that that's worked too, too well there, but Theodore, man. Anyways, yeah, uh, should be fine. I like Marchman. I want one of these young guys. All I need is one of these young dudes right-handed kids to fucking play in this lineup. Yeah. If they can make, like, a Marchment, Sagan, and that kid, I'm just thinking, like, Ty Delandre just would be more experienced and it yeah. sounds like maybe, but, like, there's, like, several kids that in all reality probably could maybe fill that role. For sure. Um, yeah, it's interesting because then that that makes your makes Ben down low it would put everything on Gurionov. Obviously, he's the big... Shooting star, you're trying to see. We all haven't
0: seen it, so like, yeah, we're all waiting. Like, you don't
2: know,
0: maybe they we'll score thirty goals this year. Yeah, exactly. Good. Um, uh, could yeah. tell you if he's going to. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no idea. Good point. I'm, I'm, i and on with Dallas because there's, there's a lot of changes where I think they're gonna struggle in certain areas of the season. Um, and it's gonna be very inevitable where we're and obvious, and we're going to be sitting here like, how can we say this is a playoff team for, I think, for like a week or two span at points in the season? But they do have a lot of the right pieces, like you guys are mentioning, and they filled in very well with Colin Miller, like you guys said, Mason Marshman, hopefully can continue what he was pulling off in Vegas. But, uh, yeah, it's Ottinger is a big piece. He needs to continue the stellar play, which he's done. If he does that, I think this team is going to do very well. But it's a lot of lot riding on a young, young goalie who could just have a slip for parts of the season. We haven't really seen him as a concrete number one yet. Um, he kind of stole the job, rather than for a full season. We haven't seen it, is what I mean. So it could be an interesting season for the Dallas Stars. But let's move over to the St. Louis Blues as they add Noel Achari, Josh Levo, and Thomas Grice, and they lose uh, David Perron and Vili Puso. Uh Jordan, what are your thoughts? Uh,
1: uh, it's kind of glaring how much of a downgrade that this is, in my opinion. Huso was having a very good season. Great. I understand why you didn't keep him, but was a very, very good backup. So there's that's going to be a downgrade uh, in Grice, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Although I think Grice is fine. Um, but went. it's just that the big elephant is the loss of David and Perron. It's almost irreplaceable what, what Perron offers. And I don't think they really addressed it at all, in my opinion, with any of these signings. They just were like, all right, let's go... Quantity over quality in this situation, and I guess we'll see how that works. In my opinion, I think they should have gone with more quality, maybe gone harder in free agency for a
0: top six forward. But I don't know. Fair enough, uh, Chase. What are your thoughts after you unmute yourself on the Dallas Star- or sorry, the St. Louis Blues going into the season? Um. Well.
2: I think old Dougie Armstrong, the
0: manager of the
2: Blues there, had a buffet. And Stevie Y just fucking destroyed that plate. Because um, we took everything you could even think of. We traded to Nick Letty, who was the cap you needed to sign one of those two guys, which we signed. Um, both of them. Uh, so, yeah, wings to the max, stealing everything from the Blues, but this is why I like Doug Armstrong, because this is, these are the necessary moves, you have to, it almost, you almost have to take a step back to make the players take a step forward, there always has to be room for that extra opportunity, um, and it's all on Neighbors this year. Yeah. I mean, this is the man. It's it's your hat this year, and time to come in and get forty points, basically, right? Um, yeah, that's that's big. Um, we're at a big. half a point game pace, so mm-hmm. it, it like I that's how they do it, man. Like it, it's you're really talented. You're really good. Like stay confident. Do your fucking shit. Like you know how to play hockey. You're gonna fucking play with like Ryan O'Reilly and Pusnevich or something like that, or Braden Shen or like you know like these right. guys are great. You don't, you don't have to do too much. Um, so, yeah, the old school way, they've got a couple other guys that could really pop off that they'd like to pop off, but that's always in a dream world. Um, I love this team, always have, but you're right, I'm fucking scared of this goal Yeah. I was sitting here, they were out of the playoffs when I was punching numbers, like, Binner playing anywhere near 58, 60 games, just, yeah, okay. And, like, consistently is he gonna play consistently it's like play tell you this right now he's not gonna be the most consistent goalie in the nhl right 100 percent, he will not be there for a month or something like that um with thomas grice as your backup i don't know what to tell you man he's pretty good for some stretches but you better hope he's healthy
0: yeah absolutely he's playing real well
2: um because yeah that's where that's where i'm worried they could easily slip out just because they're Goaltending
0: loses its foot in a month or something like that, you know? Yeah, I'm 100% on board with what Chase just said. Pretty much all of what Chase said. The goaltending scares the shit out of me. The defense doesn't necessarily scare me, but it doesn't like put fill me with a lot of conf- confidence going into the season. Um, it'll do fine, but it's not going to like save them like it used to um, uh, like three years ago and prior to that. Um and, and obviously the notable downgrade of Perron it's a lot of pressure on neighbors to come in. So uh, a lot of big pieces from these fourth liners to pick up some some necessary scraps, whether it's on the PK, the just points wise in general. Um it's gonna gonna be a very big scrappy season in this division. But
2: I I got a I got a quick trade proposal for you guys.
0: You sure Do you wanna save it for a mock trade? Do you wanna save it for a mock trade segment? Because we got a whole big mock trade segment. Oh, big mock trade segment. Pretty big. Let's save it for that. Could we'll wait. save it for that. So Quick long. tease. Quick tease from Chase. Um, I guess not a tease. You'll have already heard it at this point. But um Yeah. Took tease for us. Let's move on to the next team. Let's go, because we got two teams left, the Nashville Predators. Uh, They add Nino Niederreiter, Ryan McDonough, and Kevin Lankinen, and they lose essentially no one. Uh, They lost Big Save Dave. Matt Benning? Matt Benning. Big Save Dave. That's about it. Um, So essentially nothing. Jordan, what are your thoughts on the Nashville Predators? Uh,
1: Definitely one of the better off-seasons, in my opinion. I think, how could it not be? You lost nothing, and you had a Two very big names, and then Kevin Lankin who's a very, very solid name yeah, as so. well. Um, I'm really excited to see how McDonough does in particular. I think he's gonna be kind of a really important piece in this team. In how, like, I think they're gonna do well, but it, the question is, how well do they do yeah. at this point? For sure. And I think McDonough is one of the guys that tips the needle of them doing very well. So I'm super excited for this team. Chase? Yeah. Always love Nashville. Got a little heart for
2: Nashville. I think they'll add somebody in the top six. I wonder if they can get like I wonder if Milano or somebody cool like that would fit Same in and goal. try to boost some points and get some nice a little bit more goal scoring. Like him playing with Brandlin and Niederreiter, like that might that might work. Maybe. Like, he could be the guy that creates the little extra offense that, the, that may or may not be there with Granlin and Niederreiter, but yeah, interesting team. I, I love how it's shaping up, but they are resting and relying a lot on some kind of still rando dudes in Trennan, you yeah. uh, know, Tolvin, and Tomasino. Who's their other centerman? Are you just going to play Johansson, uh, Granlin, Sissons, like, is glass last going to be there? Can he, right. can he be significant, or can something like that happen for you? But, yeah, no, I love uh, the D. It's just perfect. Ekholm, Carrier is, like, one of my favorite D pairing last year <laughs> just because Carrier was so underrated. Nobody really talked about him. He was just we did. so epic every time we he was uh, out there. But, uh, Yossi, Fabro, hopefully Fabro can have a fucking uh, a healthy year a full year with Yossi, because that could mean lots of points for that guy in all reality. The way Yossi's playing and the way they're starting to set up, like, they want to score score some goals on that first line. Yeah. Like, Forsberg got, like, 60-some games and, like, 80 fucking points, yeah. it's like, Fucking holy shit, dude. Um, so, yeah. And McDonough and Lozon on just actual brick walls, so, yeah. like, yeah, no, it's it's gonna be. I wouldn't be surprised if they're second. I really wouldn't in this mm-hmm. division, or like right on Colorado's tail if yeah. Colorado's not as too too pendous regular season because last year was. That's <laughs> yeah. hard to match. you like. That. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um,
0: I I couldn't agree more. I adore what this team <laughs> did. I I really didn't care for this team last year and. Then they showed me a lot of bright pieces that I didn't notice at first as much. Um, and the fact that Roman Yossi is, like, a legit superstar. Like, for going forward and defensively, like, he is so, so talented. Um, and obviously, Saros and net, Like, he is one of the better goalies in the NHL, probably in the top five conversation. Um, if you're breaking it down just by goalie quality. Um, Yeah, there's a lot going for this team. They didn't really add the offensive kick that I thought they needed, but they did it in a different way by adding defensive support so that their offensive pieces they have can maybe have a bit more freedom, like you were kind of mentioning there, Chase. So, yeah, super, super excited for the season. Super high expectation, honestly, for, for myself. Let's move on to the Winnipeg Jets, our final team, before we get into where we put these teams. They add uh, Sam Gagne, Dave Riddick, and lost Paul Stastny and Eric Comrie. Um, Obviously, they bring in a new coach as well, but Jordan, what are your thoughts on the Jets?
1: Yeah, I'm waiting for the Jets to do a bit more than this. I like Dave Riddick, but I think Eric Comrie was pretty decent too. So we'll see how how big save Dave does does with that. Um, I don't know. I'm just I'm I'm ready for this team to rebuild. I think, and I'm, I think the stars are starting to say that too. Like the stars, like aligning, that yeah, to say that. I
2: think this. Yeah, season, he better. Only like, Chevy better hope that he's fucking. On that late game, late game stuff here, getting them late game trades and yeah, yeah. and on that sweet late trades because yeah, exactly. Like, where is this going if you go into the year like this? Because yeah, like yeah. you can't have too high of expectations. Yeah, this is gonna be a make it or break it year, and I think it's
0: gonna be the latter. I don't think it's gonna be a great year for Winnipeg. Chase.
2: Yeah, the way it's going, it's. The way I see, you, they're not doing much more than they did last year. That's for sure. Um, I do think they will do better because I believe some sort of trades and moves are imminent and will actually kind of maybe settle my worries so much. But I, I, I'm not sure about playoffs here. Like this is, I think they'll be nipping. I think they'll be nipping again. Just maybe a little bit more of a prouder season than last year. Hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's kind of it kind of went stale. There's something on that defense that needs for me that just the dynamic of how those guys work together and how that defense works needs to.
0: Yeah. Needs
2: that, to just be something else, and that obviously like you just need like your bottom six to score, which like having Appleton. And paying him the money, like, he better be fucking, Damn, better be doing something this year. So, yeah, a lot of weight on him, really.
0: I, yeah, I see a lot going wrong in this, in Winnipeg, and very, very much going wrong. I think they downgraded every facet of the ice, and they couldn't downgrade much, it didn't seem like, going in. Uh, they downgraded the net with Riddick and Comrie. I know it doesn't seem like much, but the fact of how bad uh, at times Hellebuck was and they needed to play Comrie, they might have to do that with Dave Dave Riddick. Um, and that is not—I I don't mind Riddick, but I don't think he's going to be that good in Winnipeg. He hasn't been good for a couple seasons now. I feel like the experiments should be done after the season. Um defensively, yeah, Chase kind of nailed it right on the head with the fact that the it just doesn't work. The players, the, the culmination of defensemen they have, not, not necessarily individually successful, because I keep looking at the defense, and I'm like, they're actually all good defensemen. They just don't work yeah. together. Um, so they need to probably move two and bring in two other faces and see if something else can shake up. And, yeah, the, the, my biggest fear is with that forward group. They have no bottom six help, and that top six was already drowning. I think they are going to drown really bad, like bottom of the ocean drown type of deal where Shifley's not going to be able to hang. Wheeler's already hanging on by literally the thinnest thread. Um, Their second line center, Dubois, doesn't want to be there. Um, It's kind of hard to see any glimpses other than Kyle Connor and Ehlers right now for me. Let's move off that sour note and get into. Hey, they
2: got the bonus effect. They it? do have the, the bonus effect. Rick, bonus effect doesn't like, help that's the former. I that's to bring up <laughs> like, man, like what is gonna happen? How is this team gonna play with him? Like, if, is it gonna be like Dallas or the
0: defense might be better?
2: Fucking do something different because, like, like I was saying, maybe the maybe just the structure because he's super structury and being yeah. open. And everybody, like, being on the same page and, like, understanding, like, this is this is why I think goal. it's going to go wrong. Okay? <laughs> you know, and this has kind of been the team's issue is kind of, like, being off-page. So I wonder yeah. if that sort of shit will help that much. But I
0: yeah, think they I need know, a couple guys home. out before they can before that structure can really settle in and work. Um, cough, cough, I Blake would Wheeler. I
2: disagree with that, Hey, I don't think I would <laughs> fully disagree with that. But I do think... Maybe he will create a super duper first line. Yeah. And yep. we'll see like a doom on or That'd you know just whoever can just put the fucking puck in the net and sure it's like, yeah, if he could do that with like finding that sort of Pavelski line. Like I wonder if he can do it
0: here. Yeah. Could be interesting. Could be interesting. But let's uh that's all the teams. Let's get in to where we put them ranking wise for a division. So let's start with eighth. Similar to last time, Jordan, Chase, myself. Start with you, Jordan. Who do you have in eighth? Eighth bottom, I've got Chicago. Ooh, interesting. Chase, who do you have in eighth? I
2: have
0: Zona. Interesting. I have Chicago as well. Um, I don't think we need to really elaborate because I think our next pick will match out. Uh, so let's go to seven real quick and then we'll discuss these two. Jordan?
1: Yeah, I've got the expected Arizona.
0: Chase?
2: Yeah, I got uh, the boys. You know who it Chi-town,
0: is. Chi Town. Chicago. Chicago. Uh, yeah, I also got Zona. Uh, Jordan, do you want to give your explanation on one of the two teams on why you have them there? Uh,
1: I'll explain why I've got Chicago being first. Yeah. Worst. Do that. I, I, I think Arizona, at least, is trending upward. Whereas Chicago at the moment is trending downward still. I don't think they've flat- I don't think they've hit the bottom of them yet, and they haven't plateaued with that. So I think the worst is yet to come. They're gonna trade Kane, they're gonna trade Taves, and then they're really gonna be scraping for the points. And that's gonna be the problem. Is if if they can ride those two guys maybe the whole season, they might be ahead of Arizona and then trade them at the deadline. But I don't even know if they want So they might look to trade them sooner rather than later to be bad, because at this point being bad is what they need.
0: Chase, what do you think about why did you put Arizona at the bottom instead? Uh, um, over Chicago,
2: basically because I don't, because I think uh, Chicago will hold out on those guys till the deadline, and they'll have to get cap back, which is players. So I don't think it'll. Too too much. And as for Arizona, the one big trade chip that they have that they'll even trade because if you don't trade like let anybody else on this team other than Chickering, like what do you <laughs> what do you left with if you don't have Keller, Schmolzer, or like even like Boyd? <laughs> <laughs> right. But yeah, so that's the only trade I see happening. Somebody actually offering a max and being like, yeah, it's go time this year. For sure. Um, so, yeah, I think they're for sure really destined at the bottom. They don't. I don't. Are they actually going to get a backup goalie? Right. <laughs> no, they're sitting there without a backup goalie technically right now, just That's playing a good point. whoever they want.
0: So that is also a good point. That's uh, a
2: zone of shit. They're t- literally trying to get to that bottom. Like, they, they should. Cause like I don't know, and I, it, like, not meant to be. Clearly, yeah. Like, in my eyes, it shouldn't happen in a sense. They should always get second. Cause like. <laughs> Fuck
0: you! But uh, anyways,
2: I don't know. I'm sure they'll give them the old number one.
0: Let's go to our sixth place then, Jordan. What do you got for us? Winnipeg at sixth. Chase. Yep. Yep. I'm right there with you. Run it right back, all sure. three of us. Winnipeg. Um, I I wanna just throw in a quick thing. I think they're gonna be closer to like Arizona than they're going to be my fifth place team. I really think the wheel... A wheel's definitely going to fall off this bus this year. Okay,
2: see, I did not go that far. I I still have them actually competing with Edmonton and L.A. Or not Edmonton, sorry. uh, L.A. and Vancouver. Because I said L.A. and Vancouver were going to just so miss the playoffs. And I'm right there with these guys, too. I think they're going to try to find a way to give her one last fucking shot here. Well, be a good competitive team. Though. There's no giving up. I don't think in Winnipeg this year is kind of how I feel. But I guess we'll we'll see. We'll see how she goes. But, Jordan, where, know, what well, side of the can see that happening? That's for sure. Yeah, I what...
0: could end up trading at the deadline and being like, "Yeah, fuck it." Jordan, what side of the spectrum are you on going into the season with Winnipeg? Uh, closer to Arizona or yeah?
1: I'm thinking bottom ten. Like, I'm thinking the wheels are falling off. This is going to be a bad team. But they're not going to, like, completely. Like, you're not falling flat.
0: Right. Yeah, I agree <laughs> with that.
1: And for your expectations, yeah. Bottom 10 in the league is going to be
0: pretty sure. For sure. And that's, I, I want to say when I say close Arizona, I mean in this division. uh, On the spectrum, I think they're going to be bottom rather than fighting for a playoff spot, like Chase was saying. So... Yeah. Um, let's move on to pick our 5th place team, Jordan I've got Dallas here Chase? yes I also have Dallas <laughs> I also have Dallas um, Jordan why don't you give us your you quick reasoning thing. You. for yeah, Dallas yeah
1: I think Dallas being here mostly just comes down to the other teams are a bit better, like Dallas Fair. is solid enough but the other teams are just stronger.
0: Yeah, I agree. Stronger. Yeah, that's honestly the better reasoning for me as well. Uh, Chase, do you have anything you want to quickly add before we go to fourth place?
2: Um, well, they're going to do something, right? Like they're they're not fucking around. I don't think this year they do think they can win the cup. They have challenged Calgary quite well, and they've also went to the cup recently. Yep. Sagans Ben, only getting older by the day, so it's go time. Pavelski's last year as well. Sure. Um, they're making the playoffs, basically. Um, they're they're a step ahead of, to me, I guess, um, of Winnipeg, Vancouver, and uh, LA. I think they yep. I think they've got it in the bag when it comes to points over top
1: of those guys.
0: Let's go to fourth then, Jordan.
1: Fourth, I've got St. Louis. Chase. I got
0: Nashville at 4th. I got St. Louis as well. Um, Jordan, uh, why do you have St. Louis uh, at 4th?
1: I think the biggest thing for me is going to be that goaltending. I just don't trust it. It's not going to be consistent enough to get any higher.
0: Yeah, and they won't have the goals. I don't think to fill in from Perron to save them in those couple games. I think they'll fall a couple points. Now I think they'll be close, um, but yeah, they'll definitely be struggling. Chase, what do you got for us? At or sorry, why do you have uh, Nashville instead?
2: Um, uh, Nashville. Really, it's just because I don't think uh, anybody's going to be a crazy outstanding. I think they might be able to keep up with kind of what they were doing. Sure. Uh, these top guys in Forsberg, Johansson, Duchesne, and Yossi. Um, but my big key to them not... It's almost like my my thing that I'm predicting that I'm wrong. Right. Because I have a feeling that Soros... This could be his Vezna year for mm-hmm. me. If that's the case, they're in second, I think. For sure. Fair enough. So like that's the only thing I'm looking at that really I think holds them back is my belief in Sorrows. Maybe even getting those extra wins just because sure. he gets like fucking almost ten shadows or something done like that. Um, especially with a guy like McDonough and stuff like maybe this can be an insane gross year for right. Sorrows. So maybe I should have him at two honestly instead of four. But
0: uh, what do yeah. You know, Fair enough. So. Uh, let's go to third place then, Jordan. What do you got third? We got Minnesota. In third. Interesting. Chase.
2: I got the STL kind of just like what it's you guys dangerous. said earlier. Um, you got, I got them down a couple wins as well. Yeah. And if I I could have put it down several wins. Yeah. So they could almost as long as like I said, as long as they don't have that straight month of just no goalie no lag you know for there's sure a lag in that goaltending because that always kills a team and that could really put you down with well look what happened to vancouver look yeah. puts you down there don't make the playoffs sometimes you know so sure thing. I'm not saying that's going to happen for them because i think there's a strong enough team mentally to get through it and i don't think pennington's going to be just i think he'll find his game it just may not be 100% of the time.
0: For sure. I, got, uh, I got Nashville uh, third because I think they're going to be great. I'm kind of exactly where you guys... Chase, you kind of said it, like, Saras is going to have a year where he's going to explode. I don't necessarily know if he'll finally get the best this year, but that'd be kind of cool. And I just love how they added and I think they're just better going into this current season and how the team's going to start off I think we'll just do slightly better. But let's go to second place, Jordan.
1: Yeah, I'll just continue with you. I've got Nashville right in second.
0: Chase, what's your third or second place? Sorry.
1: I have, weirdly enough, Minnesota
2: way up here. As um, do I. Still, still high on the Minnesota train. Me but too. I have them with less points. For some reason, I have a lot of these guys with uh, Minnesota with less points. But I do see it happening just simply based on the fact that uh, Magic. it's probably not going to go as good as last year. <laughs> 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 that was pretty uh, fucking
1: Andrea. awesome.
2: So, um, and I think they gained an extra couple of points by having like Mark andre Fleury and Cam Talbot as your goalies for the last bit there. They fucking yep. always won. That was pretty cool. Yeah.
0: So, I'm I'm gonna piggyback real quick with you for your, since you kind of mentioned it and I think Minnesota are gonna get second mainly because uh, I think pieces will be picked up for the lack of scoring that Fiala they miss out on uh, which is gonna be great I, like I mentioned with the defense it's so good um, I I really really wonder about, uh, well, I think Caprizo is going to get like 100 points this year too and carry it. They have a way they play that I just it, it pulls me in and I'm like, yep, they're going to win. They have that Vegas kind of vibe right now that when Vegas was early in the league where like, wow, this random line of like misfit toys is like killing this line of established yeah. stars and yeah. yeah, I love, their head coach I think should win the Adams this year. Um, I think he, they're going to have that good of a season. He's going to say, fuck you, I should have won it. <laughs> yeah, the past two really years, good. and I think he'll win. Word up. That's pretty cool. Uh, let's go to one, though, where we all have, shall we sing it together, boys? The Colorado Avalanche. Uh, I guess oh, I'm alone. Rip. <laughs> um, leave me hanging. Um, dang. Thanks, boys. Um, but I'll throw it to you, Jordan. What do you. Why do you have. Uh, why? How could you have the Avalanche at one?
1: Yeah, they uh, they won the cup. So I think if you win the cup and you keep most of your pieces, you're probably going to still be pretty good.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I, I agree. I think we need to take a small step back, but still be quite brilliant. Uh, Chase. Do you have anything you want to say about Colorado? Final? Uh,
2: same as I've said with the last few teams, Minnesota and St. Louis, not as good as last year in a sense. I don't think they'll be able to um, get those extra couple wins. Sure. I just got them down just a few points, but I don't really see too too much uh, going crazy. But yeah, it's a tough, tough bird. tough losing cadre, man. Like that, it is that tough. could be. I could be very hurtful, but they have so much talent on this team, which and they, they'll find a way. And yeah. if it takes a little longer, they'll still find themselves again. I agree. Get going in the regular season. So
0: I agree. Um, well, I'll quickly run through my list. I'll throw it to Jordan. Then Chase, you can finish off before we end the podcast here. Uh, I got at eighth place. And not making playoffs, obviously, Chicago. Seventh and missing, Arizona. Sixth and missing, Winnipeg. Fifth and also missing, the Dallas Stars. Fourth and missing the playoffs, the St. Louis Blues. Crazy. Uh, Third and making, Nashville. Second and making, Minnesota. And first and winning, the Western Conference, the Colorado Avalanche. Um, Jordan?
1: An eighth Chicago, seventh Arizona, sixth Winnipeg, fifth Dallas, fourth St. Louis, and they're not making. Third Minnesota, second Nashville, first Colorado. My Ooh. top three makes
0: it. Interesting chase. Wow, we boys, you're
2: on crack here. What are you talking
0: about?
2: Fucking kidding me. Um uh, no, uh, <laughs> I got I got Zona at eight, I got Chicago at seven, and Winnipeg at six. All missing the playoffs, but I do have Winnipeg hitting around like ninety points. Um being somewhat in the conversation with those guys, but there is a big gap to the next guy who actually makes the playoffs, and that's Dallas Stars. I have them getting pretty much what they got last year, 97, 98, um, just under 100. And then I got Nashville right above them, basically just they'll get to 100. I think they'll maybe get to 100, I really do. Um, Maybe even a little over. Uh, Same with St. Louis, I think they'll kind of be right neck to neck. So St. Louis 3, and then Minnesota 2, 105 kind of thinking we'll get there. I don't know if we'll get all the way to 110, 113 like they did last year. But, uh, yeah, and then Colorado probably close to the top of the league. I wonder, I don't know if I'll get up, if I have them top of the league yet. I'm thinking yeah.
0: probably not. I don't bad. have a top league, but top of the West, so. <laughs> wear it
2: up, wear it up. So, but. Yeah, that, that, that's what's up. I got five making the playoffs in the Central Colorado, Minnesota, St. Louis, Nashville,
0: and Dallas. Crazy, crazy stuff. But that is our list for the Western Conference. Thank you for listening to the Couch on Ice podcast. Go follow us on our social media, on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, and we will see you guys next week. Bye, guys.